Today's date is June 2nd, 2023, and this is episode 24. Hi, punks. Going to school, huh? Yeah. Why don't you play fish hooky and come fishing with us? Yeah, boy. They're sure biting. Get thee behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, You don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, You don't tempt the Lord thy God. Now Jesus went to the desert forty nights and forty days. When he got tired and hungry, to his father he would pray. But the devil came to Jesus, said, If you want to be fed, why don't you turn these big old worthless stones to bread? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, You don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus, to the temple up on top. And he said, if you are the son of God, you fall for this open drop. For the scripture says that angels will slow you falling down. And they'll gently put your feet back on the ground. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil gave to Jesus to a mountaintop to shove all the cities and the nations and the kingdoms here below. And the devil gave to Jesus, you can have all that you see. If you will just bow down and worship me. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, he said, don't tempt the Lord. Hello and welcome to This is an official Godcast Thank God it's Friday My name is Ron Johnson I'm here with Flightworks Mary Tonight Giving his testimony Our special guest Skip Coriel and we also have a other special guest co-host, Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel, little Godcaster. Thank you for joining us tonight. Let's welcome everybody in. Mary, how are you doing tonight? It's uh, that time of month, counting beans, and things are crazy, aren't they? Yes. And you're counting going on vacation next week? 
Yes, headed out to Bardsvest, Yuba City. Bardsvest, Yuba City. What's that? <laughs> it's a big God festival. Who's going to be there? Uh, well, God? yeah, well, for sure, God. Jesus. And a lot of our friends. The Holy Spirit. Yes. Shemaine yes. Nugent. Shemaine Nugent. Yes. Scott Casterson. Yes. Is Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, going to be there? No, he's not. We should as far invite. as I know, maybe, I don't know. We'll send him an invite. We'd like to get okay. his testimony one day. Yeah, I agree. How's that garden coming? Oh my, <laughs> I needed a pedicure to get all the dirt <laughs> that was embedded into my feet. You know what that means? You're doing what? it right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's almost planted. I, I've been kind of busting it out, trying to get it done before I leave on vacation. Yeah. I don't know how much of vacation is going to be. We're going to volunteer pretty heavy. So, well, good. Yeah. Uh, so, we have some guests here that have showed up living. Hello. CL Klein. Hello from Michigan Truth Patriot. Yasme Galfoster. Thank you all for joining us. Chris in Michigan, another Michigander. And um, our special guest giving us testimony, Skip Coriel. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Ron. Uh, I'm uh, here in Missouri on vacation in 90 degree heat, just like you are in Michigan and Minnesota and every place else in the country, I think. <laughs> it's hot everywhere, isn't it? Is there a place where it's <laughs> it not is. hot? Uh, it, North Pole? Everybody that's in <laughs> chat, everyone that's in chat right now, um, go ahead and chat in the uh, high today. For let's let's see how hot it is. Who who's going to win this contest? Who had the high today? What was Michigan? Uh, ninety one, I think today. I think no, no, no. I think it hit eighty nine in the shade. It was hot. Race says ninety four. Wow. You're you're in uh, Missouri, but you're from Michigan and you live in yep. Michigan. Mm -hmm. And we have a number of our listeners that are from Michigan, Matt in Michigan, DJ Shaw, 27, Jay Shaw, 11, Chad C zero in Michigan, Chris in Michigan, Ryan seeking the path, CL Klein. Um, I heard you do some training, Skip. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, teaching, um, concealed carry classes for 23 years now. I've taught well over 20,000 people in the state of Michigan how to um, legally carry concealed pistols for personal protection. So for our listeners that are in Michigan, if if you want some CCP training, you can find Skip Coriel at skipcoriel.com, and he offers classes. Um, uh, tell us some of the classes you offer, Skip. Well, I offer the, the basic concealed carry class uh, for people who want to get their permit, and then I also have three advanced classes uh, that I teach for pistol. Uh, you know, basically, you know, the three skills that you need are how, how to draw, how to move, how to shoot. And so I have a, a four hour class on how to shoot. I have a four hour class on how to move and draw. Uh, and then I have a four hour class on advanced handgun tactics where we shoot from inside vehicles and on the ground, we roll around, get dirty, uh, and then I have a, you know, an AR-15 basics class. So, um, all, and uh, active sh active shooter class, stopping the active shooter, all kinds of stuff like that. I have a lot of fun with it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, bio here. Let me read this bio on Skip Coriel. Man, very impressive. Uh, works full-time as a professional writer. You're author of 21 books, 
Yep. Uh, Avid Hunter and Sportsman uh, says here that you are also a Marine Corps veteran. Thank you for your service. Thank you. And uh, graduate of Cornerstone University. It's a Christian university here in Michigan. Uh, you are the former Michigan State Director for Ted Nugent's United Sportsmen of America. Awesome. We just had Shemaine on here a month ago. So that's cool. We know Ted. Uncle Ted. Yeah, Uncle Ted. Yep. Served as the Board of Directors for Michigan Sportsmen Against Hunger. And you are, as you said, a uh, USCCA uh, instructor, United States Concealed yep. Carry uh, Association. And um, teaching courses, personal protection, home course for those who obtain their concealed per, uh, pistol permits. Uh, advanced courses. You're the president of White Feather Press. Uh, th those are all your books there. You've got 21 books. If anyone wants to find uh, any of Skip's books, you can find them on Amazon. Search Skip Coriel. You can find his books on Amazon. And you are the owner of Midwest Tactical Training. That's your train, and also the founder of the Second Amendment March. All oh, that's very impressive. <laughs> well, everyone needs a hobby, Ron. But the most impressive thing about you is that you're a child of god and that's why you're here tonight and thank you for being yeah. here tonight skip thank you uh, you uh i met you years ago uh, i took my ccp ccp class with you along with our uh, other co-host burke we did that together a few years ago and uh, we just happened to run into each other again at the larry jackson memorial um the county church safety conference which is where we also met uh carl chin who was our guest last week who gave his testimony a uh, fantastic testimony for those who miss it please go back and listen to carl chin last week that was fantastic and uh bumped into you at that conference and um honestly i i have to be honest i didn't know you're a christian skip and mm. and when i did i already knew that you're a quality man and when i found out that you were a christian i i didn't hesitate i had to ask you to come and give your testimony and Again, thank you for saying yes, and thank you for being here. Um, the Lord loves a servant, and Skip was one of those many that when I started asking that question, he said yes before I even finished the question. <laughs> and um, and and those those are just those are just the amazing people. They can't wait to go out and tell someone their testimony. Oh, I love it, man. Well, thank you. You know, I, I get you don't get. Uh as many opportunities as you'd like. I mean, how often do you, you know, someone say, Hey, I'll let you talk for a half an hour, you know, about your testimony. Most people won't give you that much time. Yeah, uh, that is, that's true. The one thing about your testimony is sometimes the person who needs to hear it most doesn't know that he needs to hear it. And it's just something that you have to step forward. And, and, and um, I, I think one of, uh, Conley's guess had said it best. I, I can't remember the gentleman's name's Brian Searcy. I think it was. And he has some, said something to the fact of, you know, before I give my testimony, I, I like to get to know somebody, uh, that person and find out, you know, what it is about my testimony that would, that would help and benefit that person and bring that person to Christ. And sometimes, um, there's nothing in my story that will help that person, but I know somebody else's testimony that would help that person. And then I would put them two together. And uh, that's one of the things I was hoping to accomplish here on Godcast is to have a collection of these testimonies for our listeners. Please take the time to listen to each and every one of these. There's someone in your life that needs 
direction and that needs the encouragement and each one of these testimonies there's there's a person for each one of these testimonies that that, that will help them okay so um before we get into a prayer if i could just a few announcements who's supposed to be here next week mary victor pierce yes okay so victor pierce is going to be here next week he is the last of the three USCCA instructors, uh, Victor Pierce was doing uh, safety team preparation at the Barry County Sheriff Church Safety Conference that I went to. So Victor was teaching us how to uh, clear hallways, clear rooms, go through buildings during active shooters as 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 a team, and uh, that was that was just awesome. I can't I can't wait to have Victor here. Mary, you won't be here next week. I will not. I will be in Yuba City. I'm going to try to call in, but I, I don't know, you know, what the volunteer schedule is going to look like and so forth. So That's I'm okay. going to try. That's okay. I mean, it's important that you're there. And then the week after that, we have Christian in training who is one of our Bards family members. So if uh, you guys are interested to know more about Christian and training, he'll be here on June 16th. And then on June 23rd, we have Chris Randall. Do you remember this guy? This guy is cool, man. Yeah. Crazy God story. Crazy Chris God guy. story. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. It and then uh, to finish off the month, we have Murfette and we're looking forward to hearing Murfette. She's another Bards family member. Yes. Beautiful. And uh, tonight, no need to go anywhere. Just stick right here on Podbean for you listeners. Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock, we've got Conley. And uh, you could just stay on Podly, Podbean for the rest of the night after that because it's it's going on until you fall asleep. Um, all right. So shall we get into a prayer? Yeah, just one thing. If you have a prayer request um, oh, during the testimony or if you have a question for Skip, um, go ahead and tag me for the prayers and um, either Ron and I, if you have a question. Yeah, we'll and do an it, ending prayer at the end of the, to after the testimony. And again, all our, all our Michigan listeners, Matt in Michigan, DJ Shaw, Jay Shaw, Chad C, Zero Michigan, Chris in Michigan, Ryan Seek in the past, CL Klein, uh, get a hold of Skip if you want to do some training. He's available here in Michigan. Um, uh, you can find him at skipcoriel.com. And set up your training there. And uh, okay, so let's go to a prayer if we can. Everybody, please bow your heads. Okay, dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for today, God. Thank you for the Godcast. We are we're here only to glorify you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for what we have here, this community online these friends, no, this family. We're grateful because so many people are alone today, but not us because we have each other and we have each other because, because you have us and thank you for loving us, Lord. I want to pray for Skip as he gives his testimony tonight. I ask that his story will bring salvation to the unsaved and and also encourage believers. Keep us together and keep us close to you, Lord. We pray that our hearts are just brought right into you, brought closer to you, and stay with you. 
Bless us, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ron. Oh, thank you. Love the opportunity. Okay, what are we missing? I think that's it. Mr. Ray Finkel, sure. do you want to say hi? Yeah. Can I get I a guess. lace? Can I get a laces out? Laces out. That's right. Ray Finkel, laces out. <laughs> Ray Finkel is our Godcaster in training. You may have heard him uh, singing, actually. He sang the outro song for the last couple of weeks. If you're wondering who that was, it wasn't those girls from Where Brother Were Out, though. Nope. Those were <laughs> my two sons. And uh, they're uh, stretching out their voices for us here. Thank you for joining us. I hope you learned something tonight. Have all glory to God. All glory to God. Said with a big smile, you wish you could see that. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, he loves the Lord. He's a great kid. Um, okay, so, uh, so Skip, we're going to hand the floor over to you. Again, thank you for being here. Um, as I said, man, it, it, it's amazing all the things that you've accomplished in life. Um, but again, the, the biggest thing is that, that uh, you're, you're a believer and you're a child of God because nothing else really matters, does it? <laughs> that's uh, right. You know, it's, it's uh, God and family, and that's it. The material things don't matter. The accolades don't matter. None of it matters. And, uh, you're a perfect example of that, and that's why we're so happy you could be here. Well, thank you, Ron. You're welcome. And all our listeners, please, um, if you have any questions, don't 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 feel bad about go ahead uh, tagging Mary or myself. We'll try and get a question in to Skip. Uh, don't feel like you're interrupting. And um, Skip, we might interrupt you as well, Mary and myself. And you can begin anytime you feel good. All right. Well, praise God. Um, thanks for letting me be on the, the show today. I, okay, my story is, uh, you know, every time I, I, I say that, you know, I'm a novelist, right? Uh, written like 15 novels or so. So everything is like a story. Every person on this planet is a living, breathing, talking story. You know, you have your own story. I have my own story. You, you could take anyone on the planet and you could write a novel about that person, probably a series of, of, of novels about that person, because we're all so different. We're all, we're all so complex, you know? And, uh, you know, for me, you know, I, I was born and raised uh, out in the country uh, in, uh, you know, the late 50s in in West Michigan. Right. And it was all rural back then. Um, grew up in a, a, a little a little church, a, a little Baptist church, you know, Orangeville Baptist Church. People think that's from Florida, but but it's not from Florida. It, oh. It's from West Michigan. And yeah. there was like, you know, 60 to 100 people in that church you know, for the, the 20 years that, that I was there. Um, but, you know, my uh, probably the biggest influence in my life, uh, as far as God goes in my early years, was my was my grandma, uh, my mother and, and my and my grandmother. And, you know, I, I went to church the, the whole time I was growing up, whole time I, I was a kid. 
and I, you know, one day my, my mom came to me and, and she just laid it on the line. I was four years old and she just said, now listen, son, you know, God loves you. You know, Jesus died for you. And, uh, you know, wouldn't you like to give your, your heart to Jesus? And at four years old, I really didn't even know what that meant. You know, it's like he had a very tiny brain at the time, but I knew that I wanted to make my mom happy. And uh, so I said, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'd like that, mom. So she she called up my my grandmother who lived, you know, about 100 yards away. And and grandma came over and, you know, she, uh, you know, led me through the, the sinner's prayer. And uh, that was the beginning of my my life as a Christian. And, and and I didn't really understand what I had signed up for at at four years old, because how can you at four years? I mean, I had the faith of a child, but I didn't know what it was going to mean to me later on in my life. But, you know, from then on, uh, you know, I, I tried to, to live a good life. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a sinner. I, I would, you know, routinely screw up. But, you know, my, uh, my, my middle name is Sinner, actually. Um, but the important <laughs> thing is my, my first name is Repentant. So my yes. repentant sinner Coriel, that, that is me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so all through my formative years, um, you know, it was a, it was a rough house because my mom and dad weren't really happy together. Um, my dad, he stopped going to church when I was probably about 10 or 11. Hmm. And that kind of changed the whole dynamics of our home. And it was, uh, you know, it was, it was like, uh, you know, growing up in family jihad, you know, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you know, there were certainly very many happy times too. And, and some of my happiest, fondest memories are, are, you know, youth group at church, growing up in church, you know, getting trouble, you know, in church, all those things. Um, but then I, you know, I graduated from high school, not, not really knowing what I was going to do. And, uh, my dad said, well, why don't you join the military? And, so I said, well, okay, let me, let me check that out. So I checked them all out, you know, Navy, Air Force, Army, and the Marines. And I just, okay, who's supposed to be the toughest? Well, it's supposed to be the Marines. So, you know, I'm not doing anything else. I'll join the Marine Corps. For your son who's listening, yes. that's not a good reason to join the Marine Corps, okay? You know, I'm bored. There's nothing else to do. Trust me, they're going to give you something to do. <laughs> so, uh you know, at the age of 17, I, I joined the Marines, and uh, I remember flying to uh, San Diego, California. That's... I believe it, it was uh, December 27th, um, 1976. At 17, you can join? You could join well, back I, then? I, you can with your parents, if your parents sign for you. Okay. Oh. But I was in the six month delayed entry program. So by the time, you know, I, I went, I was already, I was 18, but you know, I tell you, you know, civilians don't understand how good they got it. I mean, cause you know, we, we went there, it was the first time I ever saw a palm tree, you know, and they, they, you know, we, I, I went there in a, in a snowstorm from Battle Creek, Michigan, in this little two prop plane caught a flight in Chicago 
landed in San Diego and it was like, wow, this is like 80 degrees in December. I, I really like this. And then you saw the palm trees and, you know, everyone was really quiet on the bus. There's like, you know, 40 mm. other guys. And then we pull in to the parking lot and these four homicidal maniacs run onto the bus and start screaming and yelling and they're <laughs> grabbing people and they're, they're throwing us out the steps, yelling, screaming, get on the yellow footprints, you know, and they're, you know, and they said so many things that I can't repeat because this is a family show. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I was not really prepared for that. Okay. Um, it was, it was the toughest thing in my life, mentally and physically that I've ever done, you know, yeah. up to that point. And my, nep uh, my nephew's a Marines. He's talks about that too, getting off the bus like yeah. that. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a shock. It, it, it's a it's a real shock and a culture shock and then you know of course they cut off all your hair and and back then in the in the 70s you know i had long hair but uh they put it in an envelope for me and i got it back later but, um, <laughs> how nice yes very compassionate but you know it was really rough but that point that's really the point in time where i got serious uh, for the first time about God, because I really needed him. I needed him like really bad because I'm going through and I'm thinking, you know, oh God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get through this? It's like every day, push up, sit up, bends and thrusts, climb the rope, you know, yelling and screaming, drilling, marching, all of this stuff. And, uh, and I remember, um, about every other night, I had to pull guard duty in the in the squad bay, um, and usually it was the middle of the night. And I remember those being some of the uh, the most peaceful times of boot camp because everyone was asleep, even the drill instructors. And so I would just walk around on guard duty, just making sure you know people weren't you know being naughty, and. Uh, I had this little green New Testament, a little Gideon New Testament that I had gotten from the chaplain. Okay. And the, a chaplain uh, in, in the military is an officer, meaning even drill instructors have to salute them. And, you know, in, in the Marine Corps, in Marine Corps boot camp, drill instructors are like small G God. What? Can I interrupt um, you for a but second? Some of them Skip? think they're big G God, right? And, it's like you're thinking, oh, they're going to kill us all, right? They're, they're sadists. Skip, can I but, interrupt you for a second? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm hearing an echo somewhere. Uh, Ray, is that you? I'm going to mute, mute your phone, okay, Ray? All right, Skip, go ahead and talk again. Okay, can you, how's the echo now? Perfect, thank you. Okay, that took care of it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, want, I wanted to get that before it got too annoying. Hey, no, no problem. All right, thank so, you. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm having a tough time. So I requested mass, meaning I went to see the chaplain and not even a drill instructor can deny you uh, a meeting with a chaplain. So I went to talk to this um, officer, not knowing what I would think. All I know is the drill instructor has to salute this guy, right? And so I went to this guy and uh, he was like a, a, a lieutenant or lieutenant commander, something like that. And he talked to me just like I was a real person. 
And in boot camp, you have to understand you're not a person. You're you're a uh, you know a scuzzy recruit, a, a scuzzy civilian slime, right? You're not even you're not a marine, but you're not a civilian anymore, right? But he just talked to me like I was real. And he gave me this Bible and he says, he says, listen, the drillers can't take this away from you. You know, only read it on your free time, but you can, you can read that. And so I, I'm doing guard duty. And by the way, they don't give you any free time. <laughs> so, so I would have to sneak time to read the Bible and I'm reading the Bible uh, on my, on my guard duty, I'm, you know, I had the neon light there and, and I'm just sneaking glimpses at it. I'm, I'm, I went, I read the Psalms a lot, um, during boot camp because they were comforting and I needed comfort. Yeah. Was this and, still the Gideon Bible? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It had, it had Psalms, Proverbs, and, uh, the new Testament in it. Okay. And, you know, I ran across, the, uh, Psalms chapter 46 and, and, uh, that really became, my mantra uh, during boot camp, you know, God is an ever present help in time of trouble and very simple, very basic, but it's what I needed. You know, God is my refuge and my strength. Right. And, yes. and I needed that so much. And, and I remember praying, you know, in, in that, uh, that neon light, you know, all by myself when everyone else was sleeping and just saying, listen, God, if you just get me through this, I will serve you all the days of my life forever <laughs> i'll just do it okay just help me and we've all made a bargain like that before haven't we yeah Isn't i mean you gotta be careful what you promise god you know yeah, <laughs> because sure. you know he might actually come through for you right and he did and i made it through boot camp and uh you know i i was in the reserves at the time so um you know i did my six months active duty then i went home to my my unit in michigan and i I served all my reserve time there. Um, but, you know, while I, after that, I decided, okay, hey, I promised I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I promised God I'd serve him the rest of my days. So I went to uh, Cornerstone University, which at the time was Grand Rapids Baptist College. And yeah. uh, for the purpose of, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a pastor, right? Because that was part of the deal. Oh, wow. And yeah. And so, you know, the first two years um, there, it's mostly basic courses, you know, English and, you know, some math and sociology, philosophy, you know, religion, things like that. But what I figured out during those first two years was that God really didn't want me to be a pastor. And what he kept leading me back to over and over again was he wanted me to be an author. Um, which was fine by me because that's what I enjoyed most in the world anyways. And so I went ahead and, and I, I did that and, uh, boy, I was doing my best. I was serving God as, as best as I could, uh, writing what I thought he wanted me to write. I was doing, you know, uh, like street ministry, you know, down on South division and, uh, New York city times square. We, we did you know, street ministry there and doing all, all these things. And I, uh, I ended up marrying, uh, a woman from, from the college and I married her for the wrong reason, uh, basically out of, you know, guilt of not marrying her. And, uh, 
basically acted out of the weakest part of my character. And we ended up, we were married for almost 10 years. We had two children together. And then she decided that she had grown beyond the marriage and she needed to get out. And so um, she uh, divorced me. Um, so it's like overnight, uh, this was a total surprise to me. Overnight, I became like, okay, now I'm here at the house. Now I'm not at the house. And I've got two little kids, like four and, and two years old. And it's like I couldn't see them anymore. And to me, that was tougher than boot camp, not being able yeah. to see my my little kids. Because yeah. it's like they were just everything to me. And I wanted to be with them. But legally, I couldn't. I got every other Wednesday and, uh, or excuse me, every Wednesday for a few hours and then every other weekend. And those were really, really tough times, um, you know, because there was a lot of child support and I wanted to pay that. And I did. But there were a lot of bills, too. And so I probably moved. I moved around a lot simply because. I couldn't stay in one place because I couldn't make enough money to pay the rent, uh, plus all of the bills. Um, just to give you an idea how bad it was, you, you know, I called a professional credit counseling service mm -hmm. and uh, made an appointment and went in there and I, I gave them all my bills and my pay stubs and all of this. And she went all over it. She, you know, she had the, you know, the, the calculator and she added everything up and, and she looked up real serious and, and she said, I'm sorry, but we can't help you. And I said, well, what should I do? She said, well, we re recommend that you file for bankruptcy and start over. And so I laughed and I said, I'm not going to file for bankruptcy. I mean, these are my bills. I borrowed the money. I owe this money. The right thing to do is to pay all this, all this money back. And so... I was miserable anyways, because I couldn't see my kids. So I had my 40 hour a week job and then I got two other jobs on top of that. So basically when I wasn't with my kids, I was working and it took me years to pay off all that debt, but eventually I did pay it off and I, uh, I ended up okay. You know, wasn't living in my car anymore, which is always a good thing, but, uh, you know, that affected me in a bad way, simply because instead of drawing me closer to God, I pulled away from God. I became angry. I was angry at God because, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, listen, hey, I did everything right. Uh, you know, I, I did all the things I was supposed to do. I, I didn't do the things I wasn't supposed to do. And, you know, how do you reward me, God? You know. I get a divorce. I get two kids. I lose two kids. I lose my wage. I lost my house, you know, all of this stuff. And I just, I was angry. And so I said, fine, you know, I did it your way. Now I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to go out. I'm going to have some fun. And I did. And it was one of the worst things that I ever could have done, like jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. And uh, I ended up you know, having to, to get married, you know, the old shotgun wedding uh, type. And 
the woman that I married was uh, uh, addicted to drugs and alcohol. And it was really, really rough. Okay. But I, I got to tell you, you know, you know, God always works in ways th through bad things, you know, like Joseph, you know, you know, Satan meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Right. Yep. And uh, he takes all our screw ups, all of our sin, and he gives us an opportunity to turn it around and make it right again. And he did that with me. And I, I remember uh, the, the moment, the very moment my girlfriend told me that she was pregnant. At that very moment, I got down on my knees. I repented to God and I said, God, you know, just please get me through this. If you can get me through this, then, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll serve you all the rest of my days. Right. And yeah. uh, the like boot camp number two. And but that was a really, really rough marriage. We were married for seven years. We had two kids. Um, and uh, she was in and out of alcoholism and drug use. Um, but then also she would have affairs with other other men. Um, and uh, I had a lot of trouble with that. I, I struggled with that a lot because I really did love her. Um, you know, romantically, I, I, I loved her and it was very painful for me. Um, but and I finally got to the point where I realized that if I didn't do something, people were going to get hurt. And, and this, this came from my pastor. My pastor told me, uh, the guy that had, that had performed our, our marriage, he was a vineyard pastor. And, uh, and he said, he says, Skip, this has been going on for years. People are getting hurt. Uh, it's out of control. And not very often will you have a pastor tell you uh, that you, you need to leave your wife um, for mm -hmm. safety because it was, it was physically abusive at that point as well. And uh, so I, I did um, this, that well, I, we had two children, a boy and a girl, uh, and they were seven and five years old. And I got custody of, of the kids. And at that point on, I was just determined to say, you know, Skip, you have, you've just screwed up so much. You've made so many big mistakes, um, very humbling as it should be. But I was determined that I'm not going to do this a third time. I cannot live through this much heartbreak, you know, three times. I, I can't do it. But at the same time, I was, I was very lonely. You know, I was, I was a, uh, a non-custodial father and a custodial father at the same time. So I had two kids from the first marriage that would visit me and I'd pay child support for, and then two kids that lived with me that I, that I took care of. And uh, I was very busy, always tired, because it was just uh, such a, a huge job. But for me, that's when I finally got down to, to brass tacks and said, okay, what does it actually mean to be a good Christian man? And so I studied, I researched, um, you know, one of the things I read at the time 
um, M. Scott Peck. He wrote a book called The Road Less Traveled. And in that book, he made the statement, a wise man welcomes pain and sees it as a way to grow. And at this point, I'm thinking, I don't want to be wise. I don't want to be wise. I don't want to be wise, you know, because it's just way too painful. But at the same time, I realized, you know, I'm either going to become a better man or a worse man because I've seen it happen in, in, in all my friends, right? When you go through that much pain, you either become better, closer to God or farther away from God. Okay. And I'd already done it the wrong way. So I, okay, this time I'm going to do it the right way. And so I got very serious about my, my walk with God and about raising my, my kids in a godly fashion as, as much as I possibly could. And, uh, Oh, it must have been three or four years uh, that I was I was single, uh, and that was hard for me because I was just so lonely, and I, I just wanted I wanted to get married to a, a, a godly woman who loved me, you know. And, and the bar wasn't that high at that point, you know. It's like God, just send me someone who won't leave me, okay? I mean, just send me <laughs> someone who won't leave yes. me, who won't cheat on me, and you know. I'll, I'll make the rest work. But I, I met a woman at, at work. I was working in aerospace in uh, Grand Rapids. And she was a, a beautiful young woman and very, very godly, very, very godly. And, and I met her. And the only thing that held me back was she was 19 years younger than myself. You know, and I'm like, uh, you know, 43, 44 at this point. And because uh, I, I thought this isn't fair to her. You know, I, you know, I'm an old man. <laughs> you know, I'm going to die before her. You know, all this. I don't want to leave her, you know, leave her alone. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Shemaine Nugent earlier. A at the time, it's a small world, a really small world. Because, I, you know, I, I knew Shemaine. But I was also good friends with Ted's daughter, Sasha. And uh, because I was the state director of Ted Nugent United Sportsman. And so we would email back and forth all the time. We were, we were just friends. And, you know, I'm, I would go back and forth, you know, what should I do? You know, I, I really like this, this woman, you know, but I'm, I'm older than her. And finally, Sasha, she just got sick of it. And she just said, will you just go for it. <laughs> and I said, okay, I think I will. And, and I, and I did because she was everything that I was looking for in a mate. She was a very godly woman, very devout. Um, and she was happy. Um, and I, it was just like, I like this. I like this. I love being around her. Uh, she's great. She's a better person th than I am. And she makes me want to be a better person myself. But hold on. But this is Ted Nugent's daughter. No, 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 no. Sarah is my current wife. Okay. Okay. Sasha is the one who said, go ahead and marry her. Okay. She was going to marry Sarah. Okay. I was going to say yeah. you're brave <laughs> because you know, Ted's Ted's uh <laughs> yes, I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be knocking on his door. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, but it's Sasha good to get I, advice we from his daughter. That works out. Okay, I'm with we you now. I'm sorry. We were just friends. Um, 
but uh, so Sarah and I, we went ahead and got married. And Sarah was brave too, because I had four kids from two previous marriages. And, and what person in their right, right mind does something like that? You know, but she was yeah. convinced that it was the, the right thing. And so we got married and we had been married for like a year and, and I'm working, you know, still several jobs, but she was an electrical engineer, an aerospace engineer. And she, she finally came to me and she says, Skip, I want you to job and just do right full time, do what you love, because this is what God wants you to do. And I make more than enough to pay the bills, you know, including my child support. And so I said, are you sure you want that? And she said, yes. And I said, well, okay, well, honey, if that, if that'll make you happy, I'll quit my, the job that I hate and I'll go ahead and I'll write and I'll write full time and I'll do my teaching and all of that stuff. And that's, that brought me up to that current marriage. And Sarah and I, we have been married for 19 years now, and we yes. have two children, um, or three children. We have, uh, actually before Sarah, my, uh, my, my motto was, you know, all my wives get two kids in a house. Um, but <laughs> I, I broke that, I broke that, uh, pattern. And so I had three kids with Sarah and she bought the house and, you know, plus she's a godly woman. So that, that was really the, the trick there. But we have a 17-year-old boy, we have a 13-year-old boy, and we have a 12-year-old daughter. Uh, and I got to tell you, when you do, when you follow God's plan, uh -huh. the way he really wants people to live, yeah. your life, I mean, you'll still run into problems. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even hard times aren't so hard Amen. when you've already been to hell and back and you've got uh, a woman that loves you and, and that will stand by you all the way. And, and so it's like, I mean, she works hard to make me happy. I work hard to make her happy. And we both try to get as close to God as we possibly can. And, you know, that is a recipe for just an incredible uh, marriage. And, and that's pretty much where we are right now. I mean, I, I, I write all the books, I teach the classes, I do the radio show, the, the podcast. And Sarah, she stays home and, and she homeschools all of our children. And, you know, I, I sometimes I feel guilty about how happy I am and how much joy that I have, but uh, it's from God and I'm going to take it. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's, you, you can't do this half-heartedly it doesn't work you know there's reminds me of an old rap song i used to listen to it's called ain't no half stepping <laughs> and uh for those of you who don't understand that language it, it means that you know it, you got to give your whole heart to it you, you can't yeah. you can't just give it you can't just be half in you, you got to be all the way in and once you're all the way in it's it'll blow your mind it'll blow your doors off of what will come um your when you when you give your obedience to the lord there's rewards that come to you and um yeah that's, that's well you know beautiful clean living living for god prayer fasting uh you know it, a lot of it is sacrifice but the dividends are, are a hundredfold yes. that, that you get back yes so no regrets. No, I don't even regret all the stupid things that I did because they made me 
the man that I am today. And, you know, and, and when, when I asked Sarah, I said, why in the world did you even get close to me? You should have run from me, you know, from the outside looking in. But she just said, listen, you know, I saw everything that you had been through, all of that pain. And I saw how you responded to it and how much better of a person you are after you went through all of that and how closer you were to God. And she said, I knew that you would be serious about this and that you had some, some character. And, and so I don't regret any of it. I don't regret the pain. It's kind of like Marine Corps boot camp. I'm glad I did it, but I'm equally glad I never have to do it again. Kind of a, kind of a thing, but yeah, yeah. Um, life is up and down. Yeah, it's you know it's that's for sure. It's no cakewalk being a Christian. I mean, we we no. still get our well, obstacles. Well, especially today, we still get our obstacles. But the, the great thing is that um, the Lord provides us with the knowledge of how we overcome these obstacles before we're trying to do it by ourselves, and we 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 see how that works out. Yeah, He gives us all yeah, the tools to to accomplish what we need. Well, we don't have the strength on our own i mean sometimes you know your own personal strength can can be an obstacle because it keeps you from relying on god and just giving everything over to him and and that was one of my obstacles i was a very strong person i had a lot of pride you know i'm going to get through well you know i was in the marines yeah and that's what they teach you you know you can do this you can do anything you are 10 feet tall and you're bulletproof right. okay yeah. but in, in spiritual life you know, you, it doesn't work that way because you get your strength from God. You don't get it from inside yourself. And, uh, you know, but, but on, on the other hand, uh, it did teach me indomitability, you know, never surrender kind of an attitude, but you have to couple that attitude with God is my commanding officer. God is in charge. When God says jump, I ask how high on the way up. And when you and you salute on the way down. <laughs> okay. Right. When you do that, um, God God will bless you. I mean, that doesn't mean you don't have hard times because we still have hard times. But you know, I, I look at the hard times and you know, I, I just know that, well, gosh, no matter how hard it gets, I can get through this. I've got God, right? I've got God and I've been through this before. We can do this. And uh, now the hard times, I, I run to God. When things get really tough, I, I just get closer and I just cling more and more to God, and more to scripture and more to prayer and, and more to fasting. And, and all of those tools, those are tools that God gave us um, to allow us to help us get closer to him. You know, yes. you know, in the Bible, when they talk about prayer and fasting, it's like they're always done together, prayer and fasting. And uh, those are tools that, that we use to get closer to God and to stay closer to God. And it's like you, you can't even daydream. You know, it, it's like if you're driving a car and you, you zone out for five seconds, well, you might die in, in your spiritual life. It's like you know, prayer without ceasing. And I used to think that's not even possible. They must mean like an attitude of prayer. And 
I learned that, no, it's not an attitude of prayer. It, it's like praying all the time, you know, and I'm at, at the point in my life where when, when, when I let my mind wander, many times it defaults to prayer. And that's uh, so much different than, than 25 years ago when it would default to sin or, or evil things. And, and it's like, you can't let up for a second. I mean, not anywhere in this world. We are living in Sodom and Gomorrah. We're, we're, we're surrounded by, by sin. It's, it's like a cesspool. And you have to be totally focused on God all the time. Because if you're not, you will get sucked back into that. Because we yes. still have that sin nature. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, if we don't pray, fast, uh, worship, praise God all the time, man, it's, it's just really, really, it's hard. It's hard. I feel so much. I feel so sorry for, for kids growing up right now, because at least when I was growing up 50, 60 years ago, most of society was moral. Now it's the opposite. You can't even look at billboards on the highway anymore without temptation happening. So absolutely. It's just so screwed up. You know, some one time, uh, this reminds me a couple of things, but uh, I had heard this once an analogy of sin being like, you've run a hose of water down the sidewalk. And at one time during the day, and then you turn off the water. And when you turn it back on, you know, that being a sin or whatever, it's, it's, it's gonna be directed into that path of water that was already there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've ever noticed that if you run up some water like that, and then um, run it again, it will, it will first go through that path that's already been made. So that's pretty similar to how we are yeah. tempted in sin, you know, once and the devil knows our triggers, you know, and so you're, you're absolutely right about staying close to the Lord. You have to. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like a wagon wheel rut. I mean, you get out of the rut, but inevitably you always fall back into the rut and then you got to get out of it again. You know, yeah. a, a, a scripture verse, you know, a dog returns to its own vomit. Mm-hmm. That that's what, uh, what they're talking about. And the temptation is always there. You know, I, when I was growing up, I, it was a kind of a harsh um, theology. You know, God was up there sitting on a cloud. He had a handful of lightning bolts and he was waiting for me to do something wrong so that he could zap me with his lightning bolt. Right. And, uh, and that's what I grew up with. Now, what I've come to realize is God's not up there on a thundercloud waiting to zap me. He's waiting for me to do the right thing and to do something good. And he's cheering me on and he wants me to do this. And he loves me. God, you know, we have a merciful and and a, and a loving God and he wants me to do the right thing. He wants me to be happy. You know, yes. uh, churches, church is less of a courtroom and, and more of a hospital. We're all sick. We all have the fallen sin nature. And when you go to church, you, you can be treated for that. You, you know, 
until the, the second coming, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll always have that, that nature, but we have ways to fight that. You, you know, we yes. have a doctor, yeah. we, we have a doctor um, and he's, he's got the cure. He has the treatment. So stay close to God. That is, that is the answer. That is the I, answer right there. I had another thought too, while you were talking and it's so interesting because um, you know how God just kind of confirms things and he kind of just reiterates stuff throughout the day or your week. But just today I was listening to some commentary on some music. And one of the things that was stated about this particular song by the artist, I wrote down and I took a picture of it because I just thought it was so profound. And what he said about this song that he loved the the part right at the end, like it sounded like a march of a soldier and not soldier just not giving up no matter what the world throws at him, no matter how dirty or dark it gets, if you have a purpose and if you're living life right, you can accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I thought about that when you were talking that about having a purpose and um living your life you know right I and mean, we're never going to be perfect obviously but um and look at what god has drawn you to to accomplish yeah it's it's like a little bit of stubbornness is good stubbornness for the right stubbornness for god right you know and and it reminds me of a, a famous marine corps uh general uh, and this was uh, during the Korean War, Chosan Reservoir, Colonel Chesty Puller. He was surrounded uh, on all sides by, by Chinese soldiers. Uh, and by all rights, he, he should have been uh, annihilated, right? But his response was, they're on our left, they're on our right, they're in front of us, they're behind us. They can't get away now. Mm -hmm. And that's the attitude that you have to have um, as a Christian. We are surrounded yeah. by, by evil, but we already know the outcome. Who's gonna win? <laughs> it's, it's gonna be God. Jesus Christ is, is coming again, and uh, he's, he's gonna give the devil his due, and uh, all we have to do is stay close to God. We stay, stay close to God, and, and we're gonna be okay. You know, he's our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. Um, that's my life verse R right there. I, I love it. It sums up a lot of what I've gone through. Um, but, hey, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> life uh, is good well, with God. That's right. Yeah. All, all those trials you went through, it was just to make you stronger and bring you to where you're at right now. It was all for a reason. It was all part of his plan. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful. Thank you, Skip. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you're you welcome. so much. Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you, guys. And uh, please, uh, you know, you can stick around for as long as you like. Skip, I understand that you're on uh, vacation right now, and uh, you've, you've got your grandbabies. You're out of state with your grandbabies, so. Um, please, you, you stay till the end, stay as long as you like. Um, we're going to do a little uh, segment here on salvation. Um, yeah, I, uh, Ron, I think what I, it, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, I'm getting ready to pass out from the heat. No, go, go um, ahead. So, <laughs> yes. so I think go I'm going to, 
get uh, that Aaron, go get yourself some ice cream and go get them grandkids. <laughs> there you go. Uh, will you, if you send me a link to this, uh, I'll send it out to my mailing list. I've got like 3,500 people from Michigan on my mailing list. I'll send it out to them. Um, you know, they're not all Christians, but it's not going to hurt them to hear this. Yeah. And that's actually, that's the whole point. Yeah. That's the so, idea. That's here. awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. All right. All right. Hey, Mary, it was good meeting you, Ron. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Ron, we should, we should do lunch. We will. We'll do more than okay. lunch. All righty. We'll, uh, All right, you we'll guys, get over at that conservation us. club, throw some lead around. There you go. Have a good time. All, All right. right. God bless you, you Skip. Thank you so much for joining you, us tonight. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you, Skip. Wow. Listeners, that was Skip Coriel. If you're coming in late, Skip Coriel, you can find him at skipcoriel.com. He's an author of uh, 21 books. Um, obviously from what you heard, great man of God, um, very accomplished. And of course, you know, wouldn't be without God. And, uh, we've just got to praise God for everything that he is. So if we can, uh, let's talk about salvation. Um, if, if you were able to listen to that testimony, um, you've seen what God did in Skip's life. If you're going through those struggles that Skip was going through, you see what can happen in the end. If you just go all in on God and, uh, and that's why we're here. We're hoping that you do go all in on God. If there's anyone that is listening to us live, I have opened in the call in feature. Mary, how's this call in feature work? Bottom right of your phone on Podbean. There's a little phone thing. There's a little phone thing. Yeah. It looks like a little telephone. If you want to call in for salvation, uh, we can pray together. Uh, for you to receive Jesus Christ as your as your Savior tonight, right here on Godcast, He'll meet you where you're at. Um, he met me in the parking lot. He met Mary in her living room, and He'll meet here on Godcast, anywhere. And if you're listening to this in a recording, He'll meet you where you're at right now, wherever you're at. If you're driving down the road listening to this, if you're at your house listening to this in the backyard barbecuing, He'll meet you right where you're at. Uh, all you need to do is have that need and that change in your life. And salvation is very easy. I, I always say that, you know, the very first thing that you must do is, is recognize that, understand that you are a sinner. Everybody must understand that you're a sinner and ask for forgiveness for those sins. Also to believe that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him for the dead from the dead. And if you can believe that in your heart, that Jesus is Lord, that God raised him from the dead. If you can understand, if you could recognize that you are a sinner and repent of your sins, you will be saved. It's that easy. I would like to read Romans 10, 9, if I can right now. Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And I would also like to read, if I could please, our sinner's prayer. You listen to Skip Coriel's testimony, and this is how Skip got saved, by reciting the sinner's prayer. Now you can find a few different variations of this. Real easy. Just search online. You can find this on our Telegram page at this is an official Godcast. Doc. Uh, this is an official Godcast on Telegram. 
and the we've got it listed as a prayer of surrender. So if I can, I can recite that. And if you're listening to this on the recording, just simply uh, repeat my words. Believe it in your heart. Dear God, I come before you today with a humble heart and surrender my life to you. I believe that Jesus Christ was born free of sin, died on the cross as a payment for my own sin, and rose three days later. I believe in your gift of salvation and eternal life because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. God, today I repent and turn from my old way of life. Today I ask for new life through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for forgiving me and making me brand new. In Jesus' name, amen. Now again, you can find that prayer of surrender, and you can find Romans 10.9 on our Telegram page. If you'd like someone to pray with you, Mary and I would be more than happy to. Please send us an email at thisisanofficialgodcast at gmail.com. Send us your information, your telephone number, your email, and we will get in touch with you. and We'll pray together. So how'd you guys like that testimony? What do you think, Mary? Ray? That was great. Yeah. I think that um, it's really cool that once again, God is persistent with us. It's a theme, isn't relentless. it? Yes. And I also thought of when he talked about his grandma, that's from you know all, all the testimonies that we've heard so far including yours ron yeah. like um grandmas are so integral mm-hmm. in that whole process you know in in the family and in bringing people to jesus and do you hear that grandmas all you grandmas out yeah. there do you hear that yeah. and even myself i think just the fact that i i can still pray for my grandchildren even though I can't see them, yeah, I can still pray for them. And that in the spiritual realm, those prayers are powerful because that bond is something else. So just have faith. <laughs> for those of you listening, if you would like to come on, this is an official Godcast and give your testimony, please. I encourage you to do so. Uh, but the very least, Please find someone that you love that doesn't know God and share your testimony with them. Um, we've got a collection here of what episode are we on? Twenty-four. So we've got an episode. We've got a collection of twenty-four. Uh, actually, twenty-three because we had uh, episode eight was just uh, Pastor Holmes was here speaking about salvation. But we have twenty-three testimonies here, and every single one of them is different. So there's. So please study those testimonies. You got to find one that'll match up with someone that you know that is unsaved, and and uh, you know it's our job. That's why we're here. We're here for one reason, for one reason. That's it. One reason only. That's to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So please do that. Um, Mary, uh, I'm going to skip announcements if that's okay. Um, we know we've got some exciting guests next week. For those that are listening, just show up next week, seven o'clock. We, we never have a bad testimony. Every single one of them's rock solid. You know, it's God's yep. stories. It's not our story. This is God's story. So, you know, they're all quality every week. Um, so next week, 7 PM right here on Podbean, come and see us. Um, we're going to have another testimony for you every Friday at 7 PM Eastern. We will be here. 
Yes. Uh, have we had any prayer requests? Yes, I did get one uh, just messaged to me personally that I'm going to share. Okay. We want to pray for Jeff. Yep. What else are we praying for? The people. You know yes. who I wanted to pray for? Um, I want to pray for Jenny Lynn Downs. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why, but I want to pray for her. Can we pray for her tonight? Sure. Do you want to pray for her or do you want me to pray for her? Well, you're our closer. Okay. Well, you just jump in whenever nobody, you want. Nobody does it like you, Mary. I know, but God put it on your heart so you can jump in if you want to. Well, um, Jenny Lynn Downs came and did her testimony here with us. And um, I saw her. I don't, I don't remember if it was on one of the Telegram pages or in, in uh, chat, but uh, something tell, tells me she needs a little prayer. And we love her so yeah. much. She's she's, yes. she's part of our family. We pray for our loved ones. We pray for our enemies. We pray for everybody. Um, but let's give a special prayer for her. If there's anyone else here that's live in chat now that has a prayer, please feel free. And uh, we'll get a prayer in for you as well. Thank you, Mary. Okay. I saw something here from Ellen too, so. Okay, Lord, thank you so much for this week. Thank you for every, every breath that we've been able to take this week. Thank you for that. And it's not lost on us that you are the one that gives us life. And so even if we're having a hard time of it, we're still alive and breathing and able to share your, your goodness and your love with others. So. Thank you so much. And Lord, I thank you for Skip's testimony. Thank you that you have uh, had put it on his heart to come on tonight and to share his story of you. And once again, you shined through the whole thing. So that's what we want, Lord. We want you to shine through all of it in every circumstance. Lord, I ask for a, a blessing to be poured upon Skip and his family and all those grandkids and um, just, you know, the wonderful story that you have made of his life and bless his work that he's doing and bless his time with his family on vacation right now. And Lord, um, I just pray for more opportunity for him to share his testimony, that it would just um, be something that he would just be able to do, you know, even more than he just did tonight. So thank you for that. And also thank you for um, having our special guest host tonight. And that um, we just want to pour a blessing upon Ray right now. And we thank you for all the scripture that you put on his heart to put into the chat. And that um, he brings something pretty special too. So, and a blessing on Ray's brother as well and uh, future Godcasters. Yeah, I see that happening, Lord. So thank you. And Lord, I want to lift up Truth Patriot um, to you and his son. And um, he lost a job today that um, some merger happened with the company and he, he lost he lost the job that he has went to school for he's dreamed of having 
This has been something that has been so much on his heart. And um, Lord, we just pray for more open doors for him. You know, every time a, a window closes, you open a door somewhere else. So, Lord, I, I pray that um, just a blessing over his son and his his whole family right now. And we we pray a financial success into his his son's life right now. We pray a blessing financially, spiritually, physically. We pray your Holy Spirit upon him. And we, we pray for this time that he's away from this job, that he will have some quiet time with you, Lord, and that he will grow closer to you through all of this. And um, give Truth Patriot just a sense of peace about his family and that um, just remind him that you've got it all under control. And I thank you that you have pressed upon his heart to ask for prayer for his son. And so we're just going to believe you're going to do something pretty amazing. So thank you, Lord. I also want to pray for uh, Ellen's mother and she has some health issues and um, we just pray that all of the uh, procedures and different things that she's going through that are just going to be beneficial to her and that will help her body recover and to operate in the way that it was created to. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and all of our authority that's placed with the Lord, we pray health into Ellen's mother right now in the name of Jesus. We also pray health over Jeff and Insidious and their whole family. Lord, you, you know that they're struggling with some things right now as far as the health goes. And so we, um, we just love them so dearly. And so we want them to be back in a position where they don't have to be worried about any health things getting in the way or any, you know, challenges that way so that both Jeff and his wife are able to just continue on with your mission, Lord. They are so mission-minded. So, Lord, I pray for a relief of pain. I pray breathing, just breath into Jeff, that he would just be cleared of any anything that is obstructing any any anything lord and any plan of the enemy we just strike that down in the name of the lord jesus christ right now we strike the enemy's plan we pray against anything from the enemy that would be hindering this family and we we know in confidence lord that you're on top of it so again lord just continue to guide him closer to you during this time and that nothing is wasted. We know that, Lord. Nothing is wasted. No time is wasted. So, Lord, we pray for opportunity for Jeff to just get closer to you throughout this challenge. And we want to lift up Jenny Lynn, Lord. And you know the challenges she face, faces right now. And I know they're 
been some health things that she's talked about. So we're just going to pray health right into her now. In the name of Jesus, we pray health into Jenny Lynn. Jenny girl, I like to call her Jenny girl. She's just so precious, Lord. And I, I pray for success in all that she's doing with their bees and um, her business and all of those things, Lord. I pray just a, a blessing upon her. And give her your comfort during this time. Relieve her worries about her family and keep her focused on you through it all. And I thank you, Lord, that you pressed in upon Ron. You know, I love that you you drop these names with us, Lord, and that a lot of times we don't even know what it is you know, that we're praying for, but you, you said that the Holy Spirit prays for us when we can't and he knows. And so, um, I thank you for that. And just the fact of just saying her name, Jenny Lynn, Jenny Lynn, the Lord loves you. I also pray for anybody who's listening to this right now. And if they don't know Jesus, he's waiting there for you. Lord, open the doors, open the doors and flood out into a person's life that needs to hear you right now. I pray your Holy Spirit into everyone that we've prayed for tonight, every case where we've prayed against the enemy and we rejected it and rebuked it. We pray your Holy Spirit right into it to fill it up, fill up that space with you. Take captive all of their thoughts and bring them to you, Lord. Thank you for the God cast. Thank you for um, just opportunity even just to be together. I know that's important to you too, Lord. So, and I also want to lift up Bard's Fest this uh, coming week and everything that's involved with that. We lift up Nikki right now and all the planning that she has been doing. And Lord, we pray for anybody that has on their heart to volunteer that they will come forward. And Lord, we'll step right in wherever we're needed. I pray for the speakers. I pray for, I pray for Scott. I pray for everyone involved. Everyone that's traveling, give them straight, safe travels this week. And if I've forgotten anything, Lord, you got it and you're going to take care of it. So I'm not going to really worry about it. So thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Mary. What do you say, Ray? Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. Well, that was a great show. We just got done with Skip Coriel. You can find Skip Coriel on Podbean. He has a podcast as well. It's called The Home Defense Show. And he also is a co-host for the podcast Frontlines of Freedom. And for any of you listeners here in Michigan, if you're interested in doing any concealed carry classes, please look up skipcoriel.com and you can schedule some training there with him. And he would love to have you. Uh, if anyone wants to get onto our Telegram page, this is an official Godcast on Telegram. You can, uh, we'll get a link up there so you can find uh, any books, 
uh, Amazon. Uh, Skip's got 21 books. You can find them all on Amazon. And uh, we'll get you links to his uh, podcast as well. And again, thank you, Skip, for being on here. And um, Can I say one more quick prayer? Absolutely. Okay. Lord just pressed on my heart right now something. Yes. And I'm not going to really say names or whatever, but Lord, I just asked for... Um, I just asked for your presence in a situation of a phone call that I had from a, a fellow B dad this week who's struggling with something. And I pray for this uh, mom and daughter and their son. And I know the pain they're going through. And Lord, you're making warriors out of these women. And I thank you for the struggle. I thank you that they also get to carry this special light in in a situation. And I, I know, Lord, that you're going to use what they're going through for something pretty, pretty amazing. So I just thank you for the connection. I thank you that um, they were able to reach out. And um, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in that and increase their faith. and. Um, I just thank you for it, Lord. So I, I just want to recognize that with you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Thanks. All right, we're going to close out. Uh, I'll leave you with this. My dearest friends, let us not forget we're here for one reason, one reason only, and that is to spread the gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So please find that person that you love that does not know God and share your testimony with him. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We love each and every one of you, all our listeners. Um, you know, one of the amazing things I, we, we, we've got listeners all over the world now. Did you hear, did you yeah. see that Mary all over the yeah. world? And, and they're not really listening to us. They're listening to God. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I, I know God's bringing them in. Cause you know, we're nothing special. <laughs> uh, I can vouch for that. No. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Okay. Love you guys. Good job, Ray. I was from the world. I was from a time thinking it was me, thinking it was fine. Life was on the brink. I was in the maze. Never thought that I would make it through the days. Glory to the king. Found me on my knees. Everything he knows, everything he sees. Blessed be the child living through the veil. Now we on the way. Now we setting sail. Working through the noise. Fighting through the lies. Through the tribulation. Kept me through the trials. Living on a prayer. Blinded by the cries. I was dead and thinking I was on the rise. Everyone around me telling me that I would be the one to make it. Take it to the top. Never have enough. Never make a difference. Hungry for the mission that would never stop Glory to the king, I was just a pawn Living for the light, praying for the dawn Thinking I was right, grateful I was wrong Life is such a gift, thank you for the song When he called my name, I was so afraid Thought I wasn't worth the price that he paid Now I see the blessing, giving you the praise Knowing you will keep me till the end of days And now I see the ways The love is so amazing Keep me from the world, keep me in your grace Lord, keep me Keep it from myself, keep it from the hate, keep, keep it from the from pain. Keep it from the thunder, living in your wonder, watch to the rain. Keep it from the way that I was living, thinking I, I was justified. Down Travel down the road, thought I was alone, now you're on my side. Keep it from the greed, keep it from the lust, keep, keep it from, from the rage. Keep it in the 
word, give me courage every time Lord, I turn a page. Keep it from the evil, keep me in your love, As keep I me in your stride. Travel down the road, though I'm not alone, now you're by my side. Lord. I wanted all the lights, wanted all the glam, wanted all the fame Hoping everyone would tell me I was number one and I would be the winner of the game Searched under every rock that I found, seeked for the truth, fell to the ground Prayed for the best, lived for the worst, drank till the drop, still full of thirst Break from the curse, I'm just a man, so much in this life that I don't understand Thought I had it all, thought I had it straight, living in the world, taken by the hate Thought I missed the train, thought that I was late, God's got a plan, he can make you wait Left to my devices, I would surely fail, like a serpent Trying to bite his own tail like a circle I could never break free Lord give me strength, show me who to be Show me how to love, teach me how to rise Every day's another blessing in disguise I could be the one to go into the flames Heal me from the pain, save me from the shame Send me to the place that I gotta go Praying you would show me what I gotta know Keep it from myself, keep it from the hate Keep it from the pain Keep it from the thunder, living in your wonder Watch till the rain Keep it from the way that I was living Thinking I was justified Travel down the road, thought I was alone, now you're by my side Keep me, keep me from all evil Lord, keep me as I travel down this road Lord, I'm praying I could be the person that I know you knew that I could be Lord, I'm asking that you light the path of everyone who's lost out at sea, God I'm praying that you show me every step I gotta take to make it right. Gotta make it right. Protect us under every circumstance when we need you in this fight, Lord. I'm asking that you guide us all the way to make it back to your life, back to your love, back to your grace. Ears for the word, eyes for the sight, eyes for the sight. And for the many things I need to do, I pray I hear it while I breathe. Hear it while I breathe. I promise that I give you everything I got until I gotta leave. Keep it, keep it for myself, keep it from the hate, keep, keep it from it the from pain. From the thunder living in your wonder, washed in the rain. Keep it from the way that I was living, thinking I was justified. Travel down the road, thought I was alone, now you're by my side. Keep it from the greed, keep it from the lust, keep it from the rage. Keep me in the word, give me courage every time I turn the Keep it from this evil, keep me in your love, keep me in your stride. Travel down the road, no, I'm not alone, now you're by my side. Lord. We're living in a time when it seems like everyone is losing their mind. I know Keep what it's like to live a life lost, evil. needing to be guided. And I pray that you watch over all of us as we travel down this road. Lord, watch over this fellowship and help us carry the weight of this heavy load. Keep me from all evil that seek to destroy those who walk with you in your light. And keep us from fear and correct our past in order to know and do what is right. Lord, keep me from evil when I start to lose sight. And keep me from the darkness Lord, of the night. Keep me from all evil Lord, would you keep me As I travel down this road Lord, keep me Keep me from all evil Yes, Lord, please keep me from all evil as I travel down this road. That's my favorite rapper. That's Everin Oz. Everin the rapper. EverinOz.com for anyone listening. You want to you want to hear some good music? EverinOz.com. His wife Courtney sings as well. A couple numbers, man. That's some talent right there. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We love you. Okay. We love you. That's a wrap.
Good night. <laughs>